Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you all had a lovely break. I know I had a nice little hiatus where I just enjoyed the summer and relaxed and also worked on a lot of stuff for the self-care emporium so if you don't follow me on social media you may not know that I recently relaunched my tarot for beginners course so I launched that in 2020 I think like June 2020 and it was the first major thing I did for the self-care emporium and over the past month two months I've really been working on trying to make it as good as possible because when I first made it I was very limited with what I could do um tech wise and functionality wise so due to some updates and some new releases from Squarespace I've been able to create the course the way that I originally wanted it to be so very excited. All of my current Tarot for Beginners students have already got access to it. They're already working through it. And yeah, I'm just excited for people to finally get stuck in and do the course like I originally wanted them to do it. So yeah, that's what I've been up to these last couple of weeks. So I haven't just been chilling silently for no reason. I also went to a festival never camped at a festival before I have to say my soul and mind is younger than my body my body (laughs) did not cope well with sleeping on an air mattress and being on my feet all day but I did enjoy it and it was a nice way to really like enjoy the peak of summer so yeah so many things that I've been doing during my silence here on the podcast but we are back we are back this week episode one of season three or episode 21 of the podcast as a whole which is just crazy that I've managed to do 21 episodes I uh usually give up or get bored by now but I haven't which is great so here we are back again and this week we're going to talk about what achievement means to us and take a good hard look at how we process or don't process our achievements and what effect it can have on our well-being so a lot to cover in this episode and we'll be guided through it by the lovely Six of Wands. So if you've got a Six of Wands card nearby, pop it in front of you or just Google it, whatever you want to do, whatever floats your boat. And uh, okay, so I've jabbered on long enough. This is a very long intro and I think we should just get stuck in. So here we go. So I have been gone for a little while, so if you are new here, if this is the first episode of the Self-Care Tower podcast that you are listening to, here's a little overview of how these episodes go down. So each episode, we use a tarot card to guide us into our internal world, 
And we use its messages to direct us to a specific subject that needs addressing and working out. So for us today, that card is the Six of Wands. And our subject is our perception of the feeling and act of achievement. So the Six of Wands is a very loud and proud card about its achievements. It doesn't run away from it. It doesn't bury it. It really embraces it and enjoys every single second. So we can learn a lot from this card's energy. So when we work with the Six of Wands, we have to remember that it's not a completion. It's not like we've gone, woohoo, we've achieved it. Let's sit back and do nothing. It's simply a pit stop on a longer journey. So a 10 would symbolize the end of a cycle, but a six, there's still like work to be done. There's still steps that need to be taken after this celebratory moment. And this is why it's more about those smaller achievements. Again, the Six of Wands is a minor arcana card, so it's not like big life-changing achievements. It's just those little things. So it's not going to be something like getting a degree or passing a driving test or having a baby. It's going to be something quite small, kind of those baby step goals. These achievements are the little things that we succeed at every day. So things like getting up in the morning when we're having a low period or making time to cook something when we've been too lazy to try out a new recipe or simply getting up and going to a job that you maybe hate or that you just don't feel aligned with right now. They are all those tiny little achievements that the Six of Wands really encourages us to embrace and acknowledge. So it may not seem like it, but all of those things are achievements. They all required strength to complete and to navigate. And we often struggle to celebrate those like little achievements because they don't seem significant enough to warrant praise or like a celebratory moment. But doing so can massively improve our self-esteem and also help boost our confidence. So what constitutes achievement? And how do we define it in our own lives? So if you look up the word achievement in the dictionary, the explanation of it says, a thing done successfully with effort, skill or courage. It doesn't say how big or how small these things are, just that they require those things in order to be classed as an achievement. And this is why one person's achievements may not be the same as another person's achievements. So it may take me more courage to do something than it takes somebody else. But that doesn't make my achievement any less valuable to me as an individual. So especially today in a culture of comparison, which we've talked about a lot on the podcast in previous episodes, we are quick to dismiss something that's a really big deal for us because we see someone else further along on their journey and we think, oh, well, they've achieved that and that's so much bigger than what I've achieved. So why would I celebrate my tiny little achievement? It's nothing compared to what that person's done. But if we never give ourselves the recognition or the credit that we deserve, it can be very hard to motivate ourselves to push further to dream bigger and aim higher. We end up losing hope and trust in ourselves and our confidence and self-esteem end up taking the biggest hit. 
So there's a lot that goes into how or why we celebrate our achievements. It's not all about comparison. So we do have to do some deep inner work to really figure out what drives our reluctance to give ourselves recognition. And it can be things that happened early in childhood or even patterns you've subconsciously spotted that you now keep repeating. So again, like everything we cover on this podcast, it's not going to be a one journal entry and problem solved kind of situation. There's going to be some dismantling that needs to be done. We are going to have to look at the foundations of our reasonings and thoughts and feelings and really break them down to figure out why we think and feel in a certain way about our own achievements. So one of the first things that I would suggest for you to do before we kind of reach the end of this episode is to really think about what achievement means to you. What do you define as an achievement? So really pinning down what your criteria is for an achievement and what deserves celebration. Because Again, it's going to be different for everybody. So we need to know what ours is so that we have those kind of pinpoints to aim for. So we can say, okay, well, I've reached this point, this ticked off this criteria that I have for an achievement. So now I can celebrate. Now I can say, oh, I have achieved this thing. So really just getting to know yourself, really exploring your idea of achievement and success and what it means to you and and really trying to forget about everybody else forget about what other people have achieved and just focus on your little bubble just really focus on yourself maybe even play some white noise brown noise also very good just discovered brown noise highly recommend and just really create this very internal bubble around yourself so that you can focus on your own ideas, your own opinions, your own criteria. Hello my dears, I wanted to quickly jump into this episode just to remind you that my Tarot for Beginners course has relaunched. It is now open for new students and there is also two different payment options to make it extra accessible for everyone no matter what your budget so this course is online it is self-led you get lifetime access plus you get downloadable workbooks for each module you get module assessments at the end of each module where I get to give you personalized one-to-one feedback and plenty more so if you do want to find out more about tarot for beginners then you can click the link in the show notes also i wanted to quickly announce that i am going to be doing my tarot for reconnection workshop early in september there's going to be two different dates the 7th of september and the 11th of september so you can book your tickets for that now they are live on the website again a link will be in the show notes if you want to join me for my tarot for reconnection workshop so yeah that is it thank you for listening guys and we're gonna jump back into this episode So why is it that we tend to struggle to recognize our own achievements? So one of the biggest blocks to being able to 
accept an achievement is a lack of gratitude. We're so quick to move on to the next thing, to want something bigger and better, that we lose touch with what we already have. Often the thing we don't have, that desire and big goal in the future, is more exciting to focus on than what we've already achieved. So if we can build a stronger gratitude practice, I guarantee you, you'll start to notice how you give yourself many more pats on the back than you would previously. Another issue, because it's not all just about gratitude, another issue is also imposter syndrome, which we have talked about in another episode of the podcast that I can't remember now, but if I do remember it, I will put it in the show notes. And imposter syndrome is one of the most common feelings amongst anyone who is ambitious or wants to take the next step or wants to progress to the next level, has big dreams. Even the most famous and seemingly successful people in the world have imposter syndrome. This can often come on because we don't trust ourselves enough. We think that even though we have achieved something, there's no way we have been able to do it right or do it in the best way possible. We can think we just got lucky rather than attributing that success, that achievement to our own hard work and actions. So this is something we need to keep in mind when we talk about manifestation because it's something that I have personally come up against when doing manifestation. If you manifest something into your life, don't give 100% of the credit to the universe. You met the universe halfway, so you also deserve some of that credit for what you did to manifest that thing into your life. So even though you've been working on your manifestation, it needed your action, it needed you to take that action in order to bring it in, in order to kind of bring it closer to you so that you can manifest it into your life. So an example of this is my most recent manifestation, something I've been trying to manifest for a very long time, my own car, because I used to share a car um, over the lockdown because there was no point I worked from home there was no point me getting my own car so it was just easier to share a car but as lockdown lifted I started to kind of feel that need for more independence and to be able to really you know just live my own life and go and do like volunteer work or go to events and stuff without having to schedule in some time to use the car so I got to work on manifesting a deposit because obviously I didn't have a car of my own to use as a deposit for a new car. So I wanted to make sure that I bought a car that was quality, that would last me for a while and offer me everything that I needed. So I was really working on building this like a decent deposit to kind of put down towards this new car. Although the universe delivered an abundance of opportunities in order to make money, which would then help me build that deposit it was me who put the work in so I chose to take those opportunities I could have chosen to ignore those opportunities but it was because I chose to take them on and do the work and make the most of them that I was able to then complete the cycle and be able to br- to really manifest and bring this 
deposit into existence. So it was me who hosted workshops and conducted more tarot readings than ever and put in extra hours to top up my savings. So I am extremely grateful to the universe for delivering these opportunities to me, but I also recognise and acknowledge the part I personally played in that manifestation. So how can we start to build a better celebratory routine for our achievements? So the number one place is to start with a daily gratitude practice. There's a great series on the Calm app at the moment that offers guidance on how to practice gratitude regularly. It's by Tamara Levitt, who if you've ever listened to a Calm uh, meditation, you'll know she's that nice soothing voice that is the epitome of calm. And I've been listening to it recently, especially after I manifested what I manifested. I really wanted that time, like a little break after my manifestation came in to really practice gratitude so that I could just sit in that energy for a little bit longer and and really focus on being grateful for what came into my life rather than just jumping to the next thing. And doing this helps to reprogram the mind so you focus on the present more than the future. So you start to increase your happiness threshold, which is a phrase I got from good old Tamara Levitt on the Calm app and the uh, gratitude meditation. So thank you, Tamara. You increase your happiness threshold and therefore feel more content with what you already have and less frustrated about what you don't have. Another thing is to take time after your achievement to celebrate yourself. So like I just said about taking that time to just sit in that energy. So you may take a day off to do something you love as a reward for that achievement, or you might buy a bottle of Aldi's finest Prosecco to raise a glass to yourself, because let's be honest, Aldi does the best Prosecco. I've not been sponsored by Aldi, but if you drink and you enjoy Prosecco, highly recommend the one with the yellow label. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) So think about how you would celebrate the achievements of someone else and then just do that for yourself. So take yourself for dinner or go out with friends to celebrate. You don't have to say to them, oh, I'm celebrating the fact that I got out of bed today. You can just keep that to yourself. But in your head, that's what you're celebrating with your friends. Even if they may not know it, you can still use that energy, that kind of vibrant socialization and and really use that as your celebration. So if you want to celebrate something small, then a good practice is to write yourself a letter to say how proud of yourself you are. You might even just say it out loud, like have a conversation with yourself. Obviously, if you feel stupid, that's perfectly normal because you're basically talking to yourself, but it does help. It really does help. So something that I've been doing over the last few weeks is just enjoying the position I've worked hard to get into. So I'm enjoying driving around to all the places I wanted to visit on my own. I've been planning new road trips and getaways. I've pressed pause on manifesting anything new until I feel like I've really celebrated this achievement fully and the full sense of gratitude has really sunk in. So I'm just enjoying post-manifestation right now rather than planning on okay well I've completed that boom forget about it throw it away what's next I'm really um celebrating this achievement as much as I possibly can and only when I start to feel like 
I've really celebrated and really allowed that gratitude to sink in. Only then will I then work on my next manifestations. So this helps me to slow things down and not jump from one thing to the next without thought because my brain tends to work very quickly. I have an anxiety disorder, so I'm thinking of 37 things all at the same time. So this really helps me to be more mindful about gratitude and what I have and staying present and staying grounded as well. Another thing to work on will be your self-esteem and self-confidence. Learning to trust yourself, basically. Learning to trust your intuition and that gut instinct. So that will also improve the more you celebrate these achievements. So it turns into like a chicken and egg situation where it's like, well, do you celebrate these achievements in order to build your self-esteem and self-confidence or do you build your self-esteem and self-confidence so that you can celebrate your achievements? So it is a tricky one, but if you can do little things to help boost your self-esteem, like add positive affirmations every day, or maybe trying a new hobby that you wanted to try, or um, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to kind of just boost that confidence a little bit, um, that will really, really make a difference. So what you can also do is reflect on past praise. So something that I did when I was kind of going through a little bit of a slump with my business, where I was like, oh, is am I doing well? <laughs> like, is this worth it? What I did was I created a spreadsheet <laughs> because <laughs> as you all know, if you are a regular listener, I have this thing about spreadsheets. I really love them. And I created a spreadsheet that I basically put all of my testimonials, reviews, all the positive feedback I've ever got from running my business through the courses or services, whatever it was, put them all in the spreadsheet. And then when I do have those moments where I'm like, Ugh, I'm such a failure, like nothing works for me. I'm a terrible business person. I open up that spreadsheet and I read all that positivity and it just kind of gives me that boost. It boosts that confidence to, to carry on and take the next step. And something else you could do as well is ask people to text you three words that they use to describe you or tell you three words they'd use to describe you. Um, obviously, if you have older siblings and you text them, they'll probably take the piss a little bit. I know mine would, but, um, <laughs> but it, it does help to kind of get that outside perspective. It, for some reason, getting that validation from other people is a real confidence booster. So pick maybe two or three people that you feel very close to, that you trust implic implicably, is that a word? I think so. And just ask them to text you three words that they describe you with. And then finally, the last thing that I found really helpful to kind of boost that self-esteem and self-confidence is to give yourself a challenge to focus on. So I've done this usually fitness wise because I find that when I do move more it improves my mood and my energy levels and all of that so usually I will give myself a challenge to focus on and also that opens up a new opportunity for achievement and being able to celebrate gratitude and achievement more and yeah it can be whatever challenge you want it could be I want to crochet a jumper boom challenge accepted I did um, a charity walk along the Great Wall of China in 2019, 2019, I think. No, 2018. 
And that was like a huge challenge that I wanted to take on just to kind of give myself that self-confidence for traveling, which I then went on to do. And yeah, just it doesn't have to be a huge challenge. It could be a little challenge. It just helps to really boost that self-esteem and that self-confidence and trust in yourself as well. So this episode was a bit of a short and sweet one, but we have come to the journal prompts for working with the Six of Wands. So let's get into them. All these prompts are designed to get you thinking about this week's episode. We'll be guided by the core messages of the Six of Wands as we do these journal prompts and take a look at our own perceptions of achievement. So if you're signed up to the mailing list, which is linked in the show notes, you'll get these prompts in your inbox as well, or they'll be down below in the show notes if you want to just write them down and work on them later. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. And yeah, let's get stuck in. So prompt one, list 10 of your biggest achievements to date for each one. Yes, those will be, it will be time consuming, but you're going to do it. Write down how it feels to have achieved that thing and why you're grateful to yourself for achieving it. So a lot of things to write about, but it's important that you do so that you can kind of get into a rhythm of it. Then prompt two. Pick one thing from the list above and break it down into a timeline. When did you start working towards that thing? What obstacles were in your way? What skills did you need to hone or gain in order to achieve it? Prompt three. Next, choose either the same point as above or a new one from your list and write down what happened after you achieved that thing. What did you move on to? How long did it take for you to move on? How did it feel after you achieved it and drill down into why you felt that way? So those journal prompts are pretty in-depth. They may take you some time if you want to do them step by step, you can do. So I've left the journal prompts at three prompts this week because I didn't want to overload you. So you can sit down, do them all at once or split them out over a few days to kind of give your mind a break and a chance to find more clarity and calm. But yeah, just do them at your own pace. It's completely fine. And that's it for another episode. Don't forget to sign up for the self-care tarot mailing list to get regular weekly updates straight to your inbox. There's a link in the show notes for you if you want to join our little community And yeah, if you would like to share and review the podcast, that would be amazing. Um, It really does help new or smaller podcasts to reach the right audience. So if you can spare even just a minute, just pop over to whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and drop me a review or a, a rating. That would be fantastic. So yeah, that is it for this week. I hope you enjoyed our new episode of the podcast and I will speak to you next week for another episode so have a lovely week guys I'll speak to you soon